Hello and welcome to another episode of Healing Through Pain. I'm your host, Steph, and this is a show that dives into health and healing where we discuss how to show up well for the responsibilities and opportunities that life sends our way. Today we're going to have a conversation about generosity and why for some people it can be really hard to accept. Thanks so much for tuning in. As we get started here, I feel like there's going to be some people who resonate with this topic so much, and then there's going to be quite a few who just don't have a frame of reference for why this is a conversation. But I think that's kind of the benefit of it is if you notice that there are people in your life that aren't good at receiving from you, perhaps this can give you some insight into what might be going on there. And if you are someone who struggles to receive generosity, perhaps this can be a launching point for you reconsidering the benefits of receiving generosity and how it can actually be very much a way to develop character to invite people in and to accept their kindness. I do want to at the onset indicate that I have intermittent laryngitis going on. Um, Yesterday was actually the first COVID test I've taken not because I get laryngitis and COVID confused, but because there's a whole host of issues going on. And so I sound like a little bit of a dumpster fire right now. But hey, if you're sick, I know misery loves company. So I'm there with you. If you're well, awesome. I'm happy for you. And perhaps you can just laugh at my expense if I sound like I'm going through puberty on occasion during this episode. But one of the topics that comes up, especially this time of year, for myself personally, but also as I walk with clients, is there's a discomfort with receiving things around the holidays or around birthdays. And it comes up right now because this is a time of year where there's tangible gift giving that goes on. But failure or resistance to accept generosity isn't necessarily just tied to gift giving. It could be related to rejecting other people's time when they want to spend it with you, um, attention that people try to heap on you, perhaps you're aversive to it or push back against it. It can be people giving compliments and we get profoundly uncomfortable and resist accepting a compliment. And so I want to give some insight into why some of us might not be very gracious recipients of time and attention and gifts and compliments, things like that. One of the launching points really is people who struggle with self-worth can often struggle with receiving generosity. And one of the things I had seen on Facebook a couple weeks ago was a meme that said, I have to be reminded constantly that I'm not a burden. And my boyfriend reminds me of that by sharing that he voluntarily carries this load with me. And it's not a burden. It's his honor to walk with me. Now that was far more verbose than a simplistic meme would have said. But there is this fear that runs for many people that I have baggage and struggle and inviting someone into that baggage or struggle might be too much for them or might be a burden or I might be too much. And so this desire to protect others from our neediness or this desire to protect others from having to pour into us, whether it's through gifts, whether it's through compliments, whether it's through their time spent, the worry about being a burden is a pervasive fear for a lot of people. And so if you notice that you give to someone freely and they resist it, there could be a fear running for them that you're somehow seeing them as a burden. You're seeing them as someone who needs extra, some sort of care, some sort of attention. And that's a fear for many people, especially those who have been trauma affected. So people who have grown up in households where almost their entire purpose was to not draw attention to themselves, to not be inconvenient, to not stir up any attention. Now someone 
giving them attention voluntarily can be feel very foreign and it can actually feel quite threatening. Now, from a trauma narrative too, there's some who have grown up with transactional generosity. So when someone gives you something, there's usually strings attached to it. There's going to be some sort of assumption of reciprocity. And so if someone gives something to a trauma-affected person, they might be kind of going right into a fear response of, okay, what does this mean? What do they want from me? What is this about? What's this going to cost me? What's their angle? Anyone who's experienced love as transactional might fall into a category of being a little skeptical of accepting generosity from others. If you go back to episode 27 where we talk about transactional love and conditional love, it's a very real fear of if I settle in and let my guard down and receive, what might they ask of me and I didn't anticipate it. And that can be really, really difficult. Some of us have also grown up in a context of scorekeeping. So if Someone gives something to us, we're supposed to reciprocate in equal measure. And it is somewhat transactional, but this is also related to people who have grown up in dynamics that heavily emphasize perception. So we have to keep up with the Joneses. If they give us this amount of something, we have to reciprocate in equal measure. And gift giving and time spent and compliments, it becomes very equal in measure because we're keeping score. So these are the types of people where as soon as the baby shower is done, someone's in their ear reminding them, okay, make sure you send out those thank you notes. Make sure you send out those thank you notes. Remember, so-and-so bought you the biggest gift, so make sure you write a letter to her that's a little bit longer and a little bit more appreciative. And it becomes this tit for tat, things have to develop in equal measure. And so when that's the type of environment in which we've been raised or when that's the type of emphasis that's been pointed out for us over time, then the whole idea of receiving generosity is actually quite exhausting because we go back to that, what is it going to cost me? What's their angle? Am I going to be able to reciprocate in equal measure? Do I have the energy to reciprocate in equal measure? Do I have the means to reciprocate in equal measure? And scorekeeping can be just an exhausting dynamic to engage. Now, there's also some kind of mental health implications here too, where not being able to receive generosity can actually be a buffer for us getting too intimate and too close with someone. It pushes back against them getting too close to us. When we can't accept things like compliments, we can't accept things like generous time given, when we can't accept gifts, we literally stop someone from investing in us and it's like we throw up a little bit of a brick wall and we don't let them traverse the wall through meaningful time and gestures and tokens. And that really can be a reflection of our inability to navigate intimacy with someone. And so if you do struggle with it, maybe it's in your culture, maybe it's in your upbringing, maybe it's in your self-worth, maybe it's a protective measure where you're trying to disallow people from getting too close. Being a receiver also takes away some of our control. And so it's possible that when we are unanticipating someone being generous with us, we feel out of control if and when they bequeath something to us. Hey, I got to use the word bequeath. I don't think I've used that in the podcast yet. That's probably a $10 word. I like it. But it can be really uncomfortable to not have control for some people. And when we are receivers, rarely is there a control piece there. We have to be gracious receivers, or at least we should be gracious receivers, and that can be pretty uncomfortable. There's also some of us that have grown up in a context where it was almost against our worldview to settle in and accept generosity. And in fact, I remember many conversations peripherally growing up about people who receive generosity being kind of castigated as inferior to some extent. People who had to depend on generosity were 
spoken about poorly. And it really kind of cultivates this conversation and this mentality of if you need help, sometimes you're weak. Or if you receive, somehow you're in a posture of being lesser than. And that's a pretty damaging emphasis to have, especially when the adage says it's better to give than to receive. And and frankly, we have a posture of unwavering conviction about that. I want to be the giver. I want to be the giver. I want to be the giver. Because it's been kind of indoctrinated in us. Well, to whom are we giving? Because someone has to receive. I think it was Brene Brown that said, if you judge yourself for receiving generosity, there's a good chance you judge others too. And I've posted that on Facebook and I've had a lot of people actually push back against that. I actually think there's a lot of value in it. And I think it comes from some of the cultural upbringing that some of us endured where it was stigmatized to receive generosity or to receive any type of support. And so when we're adults, it can be somewhat confusing about, okay, this is my friend or this is a a service that I need or this is a gesture that would be beneficial for me. But my indoctrination says it's not appropriate or my indoctrination says that I shouldn't accept charity or my indoctrination says that I should be the giver not the receiver and that just doesn't make sense as a life posture because not only are there going to be times when we actually do need support we are going to be surrounded by people that will demonstrate love through tangible giving through compliments and through gifts and through time spent and if we aren't willing to accept it we're not willing to accept them in the role that they're trying to operate because we have something on our end that's faulty. We have a misperception or we have a barrier put up or we have some sort of discomfort that we're not willing to navigate. And so if you do believe that you struggle at accepting generosity, one of the first ways to push back against that is to practice doing it differently. Practice accepting generosity, whether it's tangible things, whether it's compliments, whether it's time given. Answer back with a simple thank you. Not an explanation, not an overemphasis on how they shouldn't have, not a long diatribe on how you should have done something for them. We really have permission to learn how to receive graciously and just look someone in the eye and say, thank you. I appreciate you. This is generous. Thank you for letting me know that I matter. And here's the thing. If someone does make it transactional and they said, remember that time that I gave you A and so now I expect B? Okay, well now their mask is off. And now you can repay back whatever they did measure for measure, and then that friendship needs to be done, or then that relationship needs to be reboundaried. Or you're allowed to say to them, thank you for your generosity. I didn't realize that there were strings attached. I don't plan on paying you back because I didn't know that that's what you were asking for. Believe me going forward, I'll know not to accept generosity from you. Use it as a lesson learned. Don't use it as a reason to be skeptical of everyone else who may be generous in your life. One of the things that was so paramount for me when I did my internship, I, at the end of it, talked to my mentor and I said, I just don't know how I'm going to be able to pay you back. You've poured into my life and you've reshaped things and who I am now is so directly influenced by how you've invested in me. And he said to me, he says, your job isn't to pay it back. Your job is to pay it forward. And the truth is I can't pay it back. There would be no way in equal measure to give back in that capacity. So my job is to feed into the cycle of kindness. My job is to take people under my wing. My job is to influence others and be there for others and generously give of my time and my resources. That's what it looks like to engage the cycle of generosity and to engage the cycle of kindness. If while you're trying to practice receiving generosity, some self-worth concerns show up, your job is to work on the self-talk. 
It is okay to receive kindness. It is okay to receive generosity. It is all right to put your guard down and let other people care for you as well. And as we go into 2022, that's one of my goals for myself. And I will say my goal for 2021, every year I choose a word. And my word for 2021 was hospitality. And I had no idea how my world would shake up And it wasn't about me hosting people and inviting people in and having myself be in control of those situations. 2021 was a time for me to accept rampant hospitality from many people who came around me in one of the toughest seasons of my life. And I'm still not great at accepting generosity, but I do know that 2021 forced me to make huge headway on it. And I understand that not receiving it well is my issue. And I want to work on that and I want to continue to work on that. And if it's a struggle for you, I want to encourage you to work on that. And maybe make 2022 your year of embracing hospitality, embracing generosity in a balanced way, not in a way that makes it all about you and suddenly everyone's supposed to meet you in your space and in your needs. But it shouldn't be about pouring out into everyone else's life and disallowing others to pour into you. Make it a goal, my friends. Make it a healthy goal to allow others in whether it's related to self-worth, whether it's related to worries about transactional generosity, whether it's related to an upbringing that emphasized scorekeeping or appearances, keep pushing yourself in new directions. And for some of us, accepting generosity is a great direction to stretch. Hopefully that all makes sense. If you have any questions for me, healingthroughpain21 at gmail.com is where you can reach me. You can also connect with me through the Facebook page. If you're willing to share, it's always so appreciated. Liking, following, commenting, all of these are great benefits to the page, to the show. And anytime you spend here is so much appreciated. 